What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Okay, it's beach body season. So if you feel like you have to spend hours at the gym every single day, if you feel like you never have to eat, you can never eat carb again in your life, you can't enjoy any drinks from now until you make it to the beach, think again. Because today, we're going to share with you different strategies, tips, tools to be confident in your body on the beach this summer without having to do all of those things to the extreme. Welcome to another episode of Espresso with Erin Street. I'm Erin. And I'm great. And we're very excited to be here with you today. Yeah. Okay. So the, the first step when it comes to being beach ready. Um, I remember when we just met and, you know, when, when Aaron and I just met, we were both personal trainers and, you know, we would talk about each other's philosophies and I'll never forget the philosophy that you shared with me. You never have to get ready if you stay ready. So I want to stay ready. It was a lot of stay ready. So you never have to get ready. So, I want to hone in on this because it is a way of thinking that would actually, you know, like touch everything else that we talk about in this video. And this is the ultimate goal. Stay ready so you never have to get ready. Yeah. Something that we stand for is, you know, like be beach ready or be six pack ready or whatever thing it is that, you know, it's kind of like the thing that you're chasing or going towards that quote unquote, hashtag 365, right? 365 days. So why do I share this with you? Because the way that we see it is that you should approach being bikini ready, beach ready, whatever ready it is that you want to be for 365 days of the year by incorporating a lifestyle rather than a diet. So if you want that, drop 365 in the comments. 365 365 so you know like having an approach of i am building a lifestyle rather i am going on a diet because let's be real how many of you have done endless diets in the past or maybe it's felt like for the last 10 or or 20 or 30 years prior to you, you know, immersing yourself in, in this community and these teachings, you feel like you've been on an endless diet. If you feel like it's this is you, then please go ahead and drop a yes. I want to share a post that I just read from our group this morning, and it will inspire you. And also, can somebody tag Chrissy Hanlon? Chrissy said just this morning, our first all-inclusive family holiday since being a part of this amazing community, feeling very grateful for all the things I have learned. I think she did that on purpose. First, 
learn still stay stay consistent with my workout did underestimate how it would be working out in 30 degree heat i don't know maybe celsius yeah, celsius. that's like 80 degrees the, yeah on the plus side don't need a sauna second i learned how i can still enjoy healthy food and find food i haven't had to my diet previously and make better than choices third learn that it's okay to enjoy a alcoholic drink in moderation again choosing the cleaner ones i would normally have dieted for three months to accommodate going away and felt starving and it would have put and i would have put back on all the weight within three to four days of being on the vacation and felt miserable and unable to enjoy the holiday but not anymore can truly say I'm living my best life and can recommend Aaron Atwood and Siri for their amazing teachings. I have battled this issue for over 43 years. Wow. Not anymore, thanks to them, but also she did the work. I have the mindset I've always wanted to learn and understand more and help anyone else who needs it. So they went on an all-inclusive family vacay. And it's the first time she didn't feel like she had to starve herself or go nuts so bonkers for, you know, the few weeks leading up to the vacation so that she could feel okay about herself. Then while she's there understanding that I can make better than choices, still enjoy my vacation. Like if you would love to be able to enjoy your vacation and still make progress towards your goals, not come back weighing 10 pounds more or feeling guilty or shameful or bad about yourself, drop a vacation in the chat, in the comments. Um, because that's massive. And that's ultimately what we're talking about. Now, there's something that we can do within a shorter time frame to say, how can I gain confidence? How can I feel better? Because summer's not, summer's like, what, officially in a week or weeks, something like that. First day yeah, summer solstice is in two days, guys. Longest day of the year. So there are some things that we can do in a short amount of time. Ultimately, though, what we are working towards is stay ready so you never have to get ready. Yeah. And I, I actually, I want to I wanna lean on this real quick before we go into other quote-unquote tactics. It's, you know, if you've gone to college or have gotten your education at a higher level and perhaps, you know, there, there was a lot of studying that you had to do prior to an exam or like um, a final or midterm or whatever things you call it based on where you come from. I want you to approach this in the sense of I am consistently studying so I can actually understand the material rather than cramming for your midterm or for your final the night before. When you by the way, go ahead and drop a C for cram. If if when you were in college or in high school or in, you know, maybe if you got higher education, your approach was to cram for your exams. I know that that's how I used to approach it because I didn't have my systems in place back then. Right? So just like how I approach my nutrition is also how I approach my schooling. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Right? Um and what ended up happening is that, you know, like the last 12 hours before the test, 
I would, you know, like over caffeinate myself, eat a whole lot of sugar, you know, I would even like borrow Adderall from my uh, schoolmates who like, you know, were able to get their hands on it. I would go to Taco Bell at midnight so that it staying up, I would stay awake if I was eating. Yeah, like everything that I could. So I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna set my brain up for success because I'm about to fire hose it like it's nobody's business. So I would fire hose it like it's nobody's business. And then I would go take the test. And then what would happen 24 hours after, you know, the exam? Let's say if my professor or a friend or anybody was to ask me that question. You I don't need it anymore. I wouldn't remember anything. Why do I share this with you? Because when you, when you cram anything in life, it does not last. So whether it's with regards to your education or whether it's with regard to, you know, um, any other action step, right? When you approach this bikini body in a 365 kind of way, you're setting yourself up because what you're doing is you're working on building habits which have a compound effect. And by the way, as time magnifies, the compound effect continues to compound, which means that the more you're setting yourself up for success versus living the cramming diet lifestyle where you're gonna like fire hose your lifestyle habits. You're gonna go from, you know, like being inconsistent with your workouts and with your eating to, okay, I'm gonna work out two times a day. I'm gonna drink a gallon of water. I'm gonna, you know, like nothing but uh, chicken breast and broccoli. And I'm gonna drop 10 pounds in 10 days. Awesome. Now, what's gonna happen if you approach if you approach your life in this way, sure, maybe you're going to drop 10 pounds and you're going to feel great about it in the moment. You're going to get the instant gratification. However, what's going to happen during vacation and after vacation? Yeah, I mean, if you've been through it, it's it's the yo-yo. Yeah, right? If you've been through it, it's yo-yo. It's either like only one of you, two of you are uh, the study grammars or nobody's uh, participating. So participation is highly encouraged here. Um, and we were just talking about oh, the yo-yo. So it, I mean, if you've experienced it, put yo-yo. Like I, I'm even wondering if you go any deeper into that. That's like, the, you know, 90% of people I talk to, that's been the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, all in, all out. All in, all out, all in, all out. Yeah. So we will go to tactics next. And everybody always wants to learn the tactics, the mechanics. But let me tell you something. The tactics is 10%. It's the mindset behind it that, you know, shifts everything. And that's why we start with the 365 way of life. Uh, You know, working on one thing at a time and continuing to compound that over time. Versus stop and go, stop and go, and stop and go. Like, sure, my your ego, your ego, I'll say it again, your ego will feel really good about it in the moment, maybe when you're taking your shirt off, but what's going to happen afterwards when you get back home and a week later, right? Our point is to help you to set yourself up for success so that not just physically, also emotionally and mentally, like, you don't feel like you have to live your life with it. Like just 
drained or on a super high, drained or on a super high? What what if you can just be like even keel and continuing to have higher highs over time? And when the lows come, they're not as low, right? Um, so that's thing number one, okay? It is the mindset of 365 and building a lifestyle rather than, you know, I'm going to treat it like a diet and end up yo-yoing for a really long time. I'm going to share something that um, many of you probably don't think would be true about me, um, which is I have moments where I let things slide. And I start to notice changes in my body that I'm not comfortable with, that I don't like. And when I look in the mirror, I'm tempted to also criticize myself, I'm tempted to bully myself. And that these are behaviors that, you know, they're so ingrained in most of us that to completely obliterate them is, I believe it's possible. Uh, I also believe that it's something that would take quite some time and quite some practice. And so, you know, each person though remains 100% susceptible to those behaviors, regardless of how far we've come, regardless of how fit or in shape we look, or regardless of how confident we seem on the outside. So I currently weigh like 145 pounds and I'm the most, most, most confident around 140. I just, I haven't been as disciplined. I've let things slide. I've not cared as much about certain things. Now, does that mean I'm eating like McDonald's and stuff all the time? No. However, the point of this is, what do I do to get myself to feel better about me so that I want to continue taking positive action? Because a lot of times it's like we can take positive action, but then as soon as the motivation goes away, which we talked about, I believe last week, we just want to quit. So what's something that you do immediately to boost your confidence is to follow through with whatever it is that you said you were going to do. Mm. Follow through with whatever it is that you said you're going to do. So even if it doesn't, the weight doesn't come off immediately, even if your body doesn't change immediately, you feel better because you are respecting yourself. You're following through. You're keeping your promises to yourself. And those things automatically boost your confidence. So if you've ever seen, I'm going to give you a visual right now. Um, have you ever seen like a girl on the beach who is, let's just say she's overweight. Okay. Let's call it like it is. Okay. Girl on the beach in a bikini, overweight, but she's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Like so confident, just like kicking it around, like whatever. And you're like, oh, I wouldn't feel that confident like that. It's perspective. It's how far have you come? It's what have you done for yourself? It's how well do you treat yourself? Because those are the things that give us more confidence than simply the way that we look. 1000%. So somebody might look and say, oh, you know, like whatever they want to say. I don't know. We're, we're all judgmental to a degree. Um, but, you know, people who don't understand that they're judgmental or or whatever we're gonna say something about that like um you know oh i can't believe she's so confident why because you wouldn't be so ultimately it's what we do that gives us confidence in ourselves 
And ultimately, when you do enough of that thing consistently enough, long enough, you get what you think you want, which is whatever, a bikini body or just a body that you feel more comfortable in in a swimsuit at the beach or not wearing a t-shirt and shorts or something. I don't know, whatever it is for you. And ultimately, that's not what you want. You want whatever it is that that gives you. Maybe confidence, maybe like higher self-esteem, uh, maybe pride in yourself. Uh, maybe you do want people to judge you. You just don't want them to judge you the way you think they're currently judging you based on the way that you judge yourself. Mm-hmm. You want to be admired and not... Um, you want to be looked at in admiration and not discussed. The, but ultimately... You don't know what anybody else is thinking about you. You think that they're thinking whatever you think when you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you follow? And confidence by the end of the day, it's not a number on the scale. It's a byproduct of follow through and trust, right? So like, for example, let's say that girl who's in the bikini, maybe she weighs 180 pounds and she's the most confident she's ever been. It is all perspective because what if she had followed through followed through consistently for an entire year and she used to weigh 280. Right, and she used to weigh 280. Of course she's going, you know, so again, it's important to understand the concept of perspective and that confidence by the end of the day, it's not a certain size or a certain number on the scale, but rather... It is a byproduct of follow through and consistency, right? Um, So, you know, with that, as we dive deeper with regards to follow through and consistency, let's go over some lifestyle habits to incorporate that would be helpful. So first and foremost, when it comes to manipulation, you know, we might think that we need to live in the gym or work out two times a day. Uh, when it actually comes to, to working out, um, that is a small sliver to the piece of the entire pie. However, because that is the first thing that we think about, let's just talk about it first. So with regards to um, working out, just again, because we're talking about consistency, what is a training method or a training program that is fun, safe, and effective that you could follow through with consistency between now and, you know, let's say the next time that you go to the beach or on vacation or whatever. And you might think to yourself, okay, well, Ernest, what does consistently mean for me? So if you've been like zero consistency up until now, I would say start three times a week. You know, whatever is fun, safe, and effective that you are like at a 10 out of 10 with regards to following through. Now, if you've been, let's say, working out um, about three times a week, then bump it up to four. And if you've been working out consistently four times a week, bump it up to five. Okay. Movement is food and food is medicine. Our body was designed to move. 
Okay. Consistency has levels. You don't go from inconsistent to Michael Jordan. We, we may want to, our ego may want to, but you know, from a what we are capable of without frying ourselves out, like let's lead with levels by playing the long-term game rather than crying ourselves out, not being able to recover and then having to take three steps back. Cool? So that is with regards to movement. And maybe we can drop the link for the 14-day rise above workout program if anybody is like, I don't know what to do for my workout. Yeah, hopefully it's set up. Okay. Um, yeah, we're going to drop a link and indicate that it works great. If not, you can also reach out to us. And with regards to nutrition, there's a lot of things we can talk about. However, if I can just put it under one blanket, it would be called functional nutrition. Functional nutrition. You might think, okay, what does that mean? What that means is eating with a purpose. Eating with a purpose. So, of course, there's a lot of principles that we have and a lot of philosophies that we have about nutrition. Now, if you were to just ask yourself one question, and the question, before, before you put anything in your mouth, what is the purpose of this? And if it has anything to do with filling, it, with filling in a void or an emotion, then it's simply for comfort. It is not for function. Yeah. Is it to make me feel better emotionally? Yeah. No, but nobody eats like a pound or even five pounds of carrots because they're being emotional. However, we will eat a tub of ice cream. Yes? Drop a yes if this has been you before. Right? So functional nutrition. What it's for is eating with a purpose. So just simply asking your question of the question of what is the purpose of me eating this right now? Because everybody wants to know, oh, Aaron and Sri, what do you think about keto? What do you think about intermittent fasting? What do you think about meal timing? How many how, how, many, how many proteins should I have after my workout? These are all like small little sliver of stuff. If you were to simply ask yourself that question and fully lead with that, be disciplined enough to lead with that, guarantee you're going to go so much further than you would with anything else. Okay? Because that gives us a good realization of where we are. Because when we eat any processed foods, when we eat, you know, soul food or comfort foods, it is not for the purpose. The purpose is, could be to comfort ourselves. However, if we have the habit of comforting ourselves through food, then that is not a habit that will set you up for success, which is a completely different conversation. Okay, so what is the purpose of me eating this thing? Okay, eating on purpose, eating means you're nourishing your body. We were, like, we have a digestive system, right, that begins with our mouth and ends in the, you know what? Bungholio. Yeah. Uh, Count on me to say it. In order to give us nourishment, processed food, comfort food, it has no nourishment in it. And by the way, it does not nourish your soul because you're going to feel worse about it afterwards. You're either going to feel guilty about it. You'll either feel like you'll want to get that extra hit of sugar again or that extra hit of salt again. You're going to start creating dependencies on it. 
Okay, so having a purpose of nourishing your body. Okay. Vegetables, fruit, proteins, low glycemic carbs, and high quality fats. Simple, simple. Let's forget the diets that people, you know, talk about like it's religion. Are you intermittent fasting or are you keto? Are you a Muslim or are you a Christian? Who cares? Follow the philosophy. Okay, are you eating for nourishment overall? Fruit loops were not created for nourishment. Blueberries were created for nourishment. If it came from Mother Nature, God gave it to you to nourish you. If it came from the aisle in a box, maybe it was created for nourishment. Maybe it wasn't. Just use, just use your common sense. Just use your common sense, right? Like, you're not going to eat candy or, you know, like ice cream or cake for nourishment. Cheeto puffs. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Okay. So if you're following, drop an S. Drop an S. Now. Do you have more? Yeah. Rest and rest, rest and restoration. Give yourself some time for rest and restoration. Okay, so sleep. How much sleep are you getting per day? If you don't know, creating awareness over it will be probably your first step. Ideally, you want to shoot for seven hours because whatever it is to do during the day, whether it's with your training, with your nutrition with whatever it may be, your level of productivity of what you do during the day will increase tremendously when you give your body and your mind the rest and restoration that it needs. This is the conversation we had yesterday. Yeah, when you're more tired, uh, when you're not recovered, you have cravings that you wouldn't have if you were fully recovered. You're hungrier than you would have been if you were more recovered. So sleep actually plays a massive role in cravings and hunger levels. So, you know, it's not only the number of hours that are slept, but the quality of sleep in those hours too. Um, the, you have more tips? One more. Okay. Hydration. Begin by shooting for half your body weight. Half your body weight in pounds and ounces of water per day. If you're not even remotely close, that would be a benchmark. If you're there, you can push it by 10 ounces. So if you weigh 200, you weigh 100 ounces yeah. per day. That should be your target. And it really isn't as hard as most people think, so I'll give you a tip. I keep one of these by my bed. By the way, you can get these ones at shop.aaronandsarie.com. Shop.aaronandsarie.com. Okay. Anywho, actually, you get the newer one. I keep one of these by my bed. And right when I wake up, I start chugging. I'm like, my goal is to finish this whole thing before I like get to the kitchen and have coffee. Mm -hmm. Because then I already know, boom, I'm like 24, 26 ounces, however much this is. I think I counted as 24. Yeah. I'm already 24 ounces in. Right? So sometimes it's about having that target and knowing where do I, you know, where am I at throughout the day to stay on target. Um, so 
those are the like tactical, right? Like uh, tips. The overarching big picture is: Have anybody ever heard of the term self-care, self-love, self-care? Uh, I'm curious to know what you guys think the difference, if there is any, between self-love and self-care. Uh, but I, I looked at the definition of love, and I looked at the definition of care. Because self is the same in either of them. It applies to me, self, myself. Um, I also looked up the word respect. Because I don't think that self-respect is ever talked about mm. in a weight loss journey. So the definition of love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Mm. Do you have an intense feeling, intense feeling of deep affection for yourself? Agree. Yes or no? The other one is a great interest and pleasure in. Do you have a great interest and pleasure in yourself? Interest. Wow. Who am I? What do I like? Why do I like that? Why did I respond that way? Why did I feel that? Well, why did that somebody said that to me make me feel that way? Mm -hmm. Like, do you have an interest in yourself? Mm -hmm. This is love, right? Um, the definition of care is the provision of what is necessary for the health, wealth, welfare, maintenance, and protection of someone or something. Serious attention or consideration applied to. Do you give yourself serious attention and consideration? Do you feel concerned or interest in yourself? Do you look after yourself? Do you provide for the needs of yourself? All of those things are there. Look after and provide for the needs of, feel concern or interest, attach importance to, do you attach much importance to yourself? Do you show serious attention to yourself and consider yourself? That's self-care. That would be working out. That would be, you know, eating well. That would be taking time for yourself. That would be sometimes putting yourself first. And then respect. The feeling of deep admiration for someone or something do regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of to admire deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Do you admire yourself for your abilities, qualities, and achievements? Do you regard yourself for your feelings, wishes, rights, traditions? Do you have deep admiration for yourself, for your abilities, qualities, achievements? So to sum all these up, the way that I think about this is to show myself love, care, and respect means I take time to do things for myself that show myself I'm important, that I matter, and that I that I'm important, that I matter, and I'm worth the time. I'm worth the energy. I'm worth the money. I'm worth the relationship. 
What are those things that you do that prove to yourself that you are important, that you are worth the time, that you are worth the energy, the money, the relationship? Love, care, and respect. If you do those things for you, you will get where you want to go. Mm -hmm. So I'm not respecting my body if I'm putting McDonald's in it, right? I'm not respecting my physical shape or caring about my physical well-being if I'm putting in, you know, Cheetos and Ding Dongs and Taco Bell and ice cream and every once in a while sometimes, right? Um, I'm not loving myself if I'm looking at myself being a bully to myself. Mm -hmm. So what are the things that you get to do that show you that you love you, that you care about you, and that you respect you? Mm -hmm. Those things will give you confidence when you walk the beach. Yeah, I want to say one more thing with regards to... Um, loving ourselves you know something that we hear often these days is the whole concept of you are enough I believe that each and every one of us are enough however I believe that we are in that which means when we look at ourselves as I am enough it's easy to think that okay this is that I hit my ceiling I am enough so let me, let me treat myself with ice cream. Let me treat myself with something where it's like, yes, I am enough the way that I am, but I am capable of so much more. Therefore, I will not slack on myself when the alarm hits 6 a.m. and it snooze because I am enough. So like, okay, let me stay in bed for a little bit. Or I am enough. I will, you know, treat myself with this and that for lunch or after work because I had a hard day. The, the self, let's raise our standard as women and start saying to ourselves, not only are you enough, you are, you are more than that. So therefore, do not settle for just being enough. Yeah, I am enough is not a justification to not get better. I am enough is understanding with yourself that I am where I am. I still appreciate me and I get to get better. I read a post by Ed Milet this morning that says self-love doesn't mean that you just accept everything about yourself as if nothing needs to change. Self-love is loving yourself enough to be honest about what needs to change. Come on. Exactly that. Thanks, Ed. So... Let's let's remember that because ultimately I believe that that's what love is all about. You know, there, be being kind to ourselves, regardless of our quote unquote faults, regardless of our imperfections, regardless of our cellulite or stretch mark or whatever it may be. At the same time, you know, also reaching for more because. This is the journey of self-actualization. Because you can too. Yeah. Well, no, because we're all here, we're all here for a greater purpose. Whether whether we realize what it is or not, we're here for something bigger. So 
to just settle with that I am enough is not enough. Sadhguru says we're not human beings, we're human becomings. Mm -hmm. So are you being, are you just being, or are you becoming? It's a good question. Let's think about Yep. So anywho, um, as always, if you would like any extended help, uh, if you don't have any kind of game plan as far as what you're doing, you're not, you know, in any of our programs, you don't have any assistance or accountability or anything of that kind, always, always you can jump into our Facebook group, Erin and Sarit, jump into the Facebook group. Uh, you can also reach out to me and email Erin at uh, Happy to chat with you from wherever you're at to help you move forward. You know, um, if it's been something that has been hard to do for years and years and years, stop trying to do it by yourself. No matter where you go, what direction you go, stop just stop trying to do it by yourself. Um, because as we all know here, if you've been in any of our programs, which many of you I see in the chat have or are currently, you know, you know it takes an army to move a mountain and it takes a team. So, you know, we get to lean on each other, we get to support one another, and that's how we get to go further. So hope you have a blessed day. By the way, happy Juneteenth today. Yay, freedom. Absolutely. Hello. Thank you. And I wish you guys a beautiful day and a beautiful rest of your week. See ya. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.